The following is a listener-supported ministry from the Grace Evangelical Society. Hello there and welcome to Grace in Focus from the Grace Evangelical Society. We are glad you've joined us today. Bob Wilkin and Ken Yates are going to be answering a question about the judgment of the sheep and the goats and taking a good look at the context that goes with it there in Matthew 24 and 25. So stay tuned. I think you will find this very interesting. And right before they get started, let me invite you to our website, faithalone.org. Lots of great resources there for you, even thousands of articles that you can search and download. And you can find there all the episodes of this podcast right from the very beginning. Now, very important, we want to keep in front of you our national conference coming up this May, May the 22nd through the 25th, 2023. This will be held at a campground called Camp Copus near our head office in Denton, Texas. A great place to have a conference. Lots of opportunities for fellowship and fun and some really great times of teaching. Some great teachers will be there. And right now you can get the early bird discount on your registration right up until January the 31st. So make sure and take advantage of that. And if you're a first time attender, there is no registration fee. So we really want you to consider being with us. We'll keep telling you about it, but the best thing to do is go to our website and see all about it for yourself. That's faithalone.org. All right, gentlemen, what about Matthew 24 and 25 and the sheep and the goats? Welcome back to Grace and Focus. And we got a great question from one of our listeners. And the question goes like this. I have read your article in your website saying man is saved by faith alone, which in GES literature, you probably read that a lot of different places. Maybe they've read that in the Bible. <laughs> That's true. Can you please share your thoughts on this passage? And he's talking about Matthew 25, 31 through 45, which is the judgment of the sheep and goats. If a man is saved by faith alone, what is going on in this passage? This is all part of the Olivet Discourse when Jesus was speaking on the Mount of Olives. In this discourse, he goes through a detailed discussion about the coming tribulation. And I believe at the end of Matthew 24, about verses 40 to 44, he actually talks about the rapture. But then he goes into three parables and one historical account. At the end of Matthew 24, 45 to 51, there's the parable of the just and the unjust servant. Then at the beginning of 25, 1 through 13, You have the parable of the ten virgins. Then you have the parable of the talents in 14 through 30. And then you have an historical account with the judgment of the sheep and the goats. Well, here's what Zane Hodges suggested, and I really liked it. If you think of this in terms of the letters A and B, that it goes A-B-A-B. And the A's refer to believers in the church age, and the B's refer to believers during the tribulation. So the parable of the just and the unjust servant in Matthew 24, 45 to 51, deals with a servant who is doing well, and then he takes his eyes off Christ and says, my Lord delays his coming, and he begins to drink with the drunkards and beat his fellow servants, and when the Lord comes back, he rebukes him. It actually says he's cut in two, and we talked about this in a recent program, and that's basically a verbal tongue lashing. That's believers in this age, because he says, my Lord delays his coming. Obviously, in the seven-year tribulation period, believers will know pretty much to the day when Christ is returning, because once it starts, there's seven years of 360 days, 
And after the abomination of desolation, there's three and a half years of 360 days or 1,260 days. So they'll know when he's coming. Now, in the case of the 10 virgins, that's the situation where they do know he's coming, but they're not prepared. And we might think that when they're sleeping, this is basically saying that the five virgins without extra supply of oil, they are ones who did not develop enough spiritual strength in the first half of the tribulation to see them through the second half. And so they fall away at some point. But we know this because it does talk about the fact that you have this midnight cry, and the midnight cry is probably the abomination of desolation. And they're not ready. And they're not ready. But then you have the parable of the talents, which is parallel with the parable of the minas, and it's clearly looking at believers from this age who know the Lord is returning and we're told to do business till he comes. And so that's another one of the A's. Right. The, the A would be the, the servant who's not watching. Right. And then the talents. Right. Church age believers. And then the B would be the 10 virgins. And by the way, virgins represent believers. And then you would have the sheep and the goats, which is an actual historical account or future history. In that one, again, you've got believers who are judged. Now, the question that Jess asked, why is it that all of the sheep are found faithful and they're told that because they were faithful to the least of Jesus' brethren, he says, these my brethren, there are going to be many Jews who survive the tribulation. And those who do are going to be standing there with Jesus at the judgment of the sheep and the goats. And he's going to say to the sheep, because you were faithful to them, you're going to inherit the kingdom. It involves work. It you does. fed them when they were hungry. You clothed them when they were naked. You visited them in prison. These people during the tribulation who are faithful to the end are those who are going to rule with Christ. That's what inheriting the kingdom means. And it also needs to keep, it's very clear, this is said when he returns right. and, and sets upon his glorious throne. Right. So this is not talking about the church age. This is when he returns to earth. Right. And these people are still alive. Right. Okay, but here's a question, Ken. Where are the unfaithful believers? These are Gentiles. The sheep and the goats are all Gentiles. The sheep are believing Gentiles. The goats are unbelieving Gentiles. How come there aren't any unfaithful Gentiles there? They have died during the tribulation period. Why? Because they've not been faithful to the Lord, and they have been disciplined by the Lord by the end of the tribulation. This is a special time period, right? Exactly. There's no other time in in the history of mankind where 100% of the people were faithful, with the possible exception of Noah's Ark, with Noah and his family. And even there, we're not sure that all eight of them were faithful. But aside from there's never a time when 100% of the believing community is faithful. But there will be then, right? And by the way, that's also going to be true for the Jews who are alive at the end of the tribulation. And how do we know this? Is there some verse in, in the Olivet Discourse that says only those who are faithful will survive the tribulation? Well, in the case of the Jews, Paul says in Romans that all Israel will be delivered. All Israel will be saved. That's Romans 11... 26. Right. And in the Olivet Discourse, how about Matthew 24, 13? 
Yes, he who endures to the end will will be be saved. saved. And what does saved mean in Matthew 24? It's clear that it's talking about physically. And how do we know that? Because Jesus says, unless those days were cut short, no flesh would be saved. No flesh would survive. That's verse 22. Right. And he says, but for the elect's sake, those days were cut short. Well, who's the elect? In Matthew 24. Matthew uh, 24, 22. But for the elect's sake, those days were cut short. The believing Israel? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. If the chosen people did not have surviving people from the tribulation, there would not be an ever expanding Israel during the millennium. You had to have Jews that survive the tribulation. For example, the generation of Jews in Jesus's day, they reject the offer of the kingdom. But in the last days, this generation of Jews is going to be a believing nation They're going to see the coming of the kingdom. Right. So in this dispensation only, at the end of this age, 100% of the surviving believers, both Jewish and Gentile, will be faithful. All the unfaithful ones will have died. That's why he explains in verse 22 that salvation there refers to surviving the tribulation. And that's why when we get there, he can look at their works and say, well, this shows that you're one who's going to inherit the kingdom. And here it doesn't mean get in. It means to rule. Of course, all of the goats were unfaithful. They were not supporting the least of these, his brethren, Jewish believers. And so how does it end in verses 45 and 46? Then he will answer them saying, surely I say to you, inasmuch as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these will go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. Okay. So the everlasting punishment is not because they're sinners, It's because they were not believers, and we know they're not believers because 100% of the believers were faithful. The surviving believers were faithful. And as you mentioned earlier, this is a unique period of time in history when you have the mark of the beast. Right. And an unbeliever is going to accept the mark of the beast, and they're certainly not going to be helping believers. And believers have not taken the mark of the beast. And to survive to the end, you have to be a faithful believer. And I would just say that the issue here is in this unique time period, you can look at the works of someone after the tribulation is over and their works will show whether they were a believer or an unbeliever. Not because all believers persevere in good works in every age, but because in that seven year time period, every unfaithful believer will die. And what we see here, just to summarize it, at the end of the tribulation period, the sheep are those who have remained faithful to the Lord and survived the tribulation period. And this is going to be true for all of them who are alive at the end of the tribulation period. Exactly. And remember the ABAB? In the first one, if the guy remains faithful to the end, he's going to rule with Christ, but he doesn't. And so he's rebuked. In the second one, the five virgins that have extra oil, extra spiritual strength, are the ones who persevere to the end of the tribulation. The other five don't. And in the case of the talents, the one who goes from five to ten, fully rewarded, well done, good and faithful servant. The one who goes from two to four, same commendation, well done, good and faithful servant. And the third one buries his talent. This person doesn't get to rule at all, but he still gets in the kingdom. Right. 
All of them are dealing with rewards. The only thing here, we're only looking at those who are going to be highly rewarded. And all rewarded. of them will be rewarded. Yeah. All of them will, yeah. will inherit it. Great question, Jess. What is it that we want people to remember, Ken? I can't remember. Keep grace in focus. Ken Yates' brand new book about his daughter, entitled Elizabeth, featured here earlier this month, is available now on our website, faithalone.org. Get half price through January 31st, 2023, when you use the code word podcast. That's faithalone.org. Are you interested in finding other free grace believers just like yourself in your area? Well, you can do that by going to our website, faithalone.org. That's faithalone.org. On our website, we have a church tracker. It's an easy-to-use map that will help you locate those other Free Grace churches that might be in your area. So come visit us at the website and take advantage of our free church tracker. It's at faithalone.org. That's faithalone.org. There are a lot of costs involved in staying on the air. That's why we so much appreciate our financial partners. If you'd like to learn how to become one, you can find out more by going to faithalone.org. We would love to hear from you. Maybe you've got a question, comment, or some feedback. If you do, please don't hesitate to send us a message. Here's our email address. It's radio at faithalone.org. That's radio at faithalone.org. And on the next Grace in Focus, a question you may have wondered about or you may not have even thought about. Will there be poor people in heaven? Please be sure to join us. We will be looking for you. This is the Grace Evangelical Society. Until next time, let's keep grace in focus. The proceeding has been a listener-supported ministry from the Grace Evangelical Society.